are digital nomads. We work anywhere. We're not limited by location. We're not limited by self-belief. We are works in progress. I'm Beck Power, and this is the Nomad Me Podcast. Super stoked today to have Amanda Hathorn Geary on the show. As far as I can tell, she knows all there is to know about cruise ships, like everything. She's a master of getting cruise ship jobs as she spent years working on cruise ships in many different capacities. Listen in and learn why and how you would want to travel the world on a cruise ship. Let's do this. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm super excited to be here and talk some ship with you. Toasting ship. I totally get it. Yes. The first of hopefully many puns. Let's do it. Where are you yes, looking yes. right now? So right now I am in snowy Revelstoke, British Columbia. We've got, I'm probably under about 15, 17 feet of snow right now, but I did just get back. Um, so this is kind of my home base, um, but I did just get back from two months or three months on the road, a couple of months in Australia and a month in your home country of New Zealand. So wow. yeah, so that was super awesome. Amazing. Sound freezing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long do you spend there usually? So um, I usually per every few years, I spend about three to six months on that side of the world. I used to work for P&O Australia um, on ships, but also my, my dad's now based in Australia. Um, my son is Canadian Australian. So right. yeah, we, we, we do, we're back and forth kind of on that side of the world a lot. But of course, New Zealand is, if, if you've ever like been to Canada, what most people will say is mm. the British Columbia, where I am now is probably the closest to New Zealand, like of any place in the world. And I totally agree now having, you know, been traveling the world for so many years on cruise ships and been to a lot of places, I'd have to say, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite places. Super cool. I have heard that. Um, but like, just, I mean, let's start talking about cruise ships because that's mm. your jam. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell us what, like, what you do and how that works? Okay, so basically, um, I'm Amanda, and I help adventurers get paid to travel the world working on cruise ships. And what I help them with basically is how to basically navigating the application and interview process when it comes to actually landing a job on a cruise ship, because it can be super overwhelming and really hard to figure out if you're um, new to the industry and this is your first time kind of trying to get into it. Mm. Well, why would you, so, I mean, I literally know nothing about cruise ship work. Like, why would you want to work on a cruise ship? Like, what are the... What are the benefits? There are so many benefits. Um, I, so, I worked on ships for a decade. Um, and actually, um, prior to that, so I count my 10 years working, but actually, I actually started my marine career, I guess, or marine time when I was six months old. I actually spent the first three years of my life on a cargo ship. Um, my dad was a captain and my mom was on board with him and we were doing, um, Canada to Australia and also Miami and through South America. So I don't really count those the first three years, but yeah, like born with the sea legs. Yes. Um, and then yeah, went back to sea and actually started working when I was 21. So the benefits, um, for me, when I started, I was at university, I took a seasonal position on board. So I was able to actually still go to university and work on board four to five to six months of the year. The great thing about being on board, number one, is the money that you make um, because you're actually able to save all of it because your accommodation and your food and your flights and your uniforms, they're all provided. So you really don't have any living expenses. And so everything that you're making, you're saving. So saving money is a great one. 
obviously travel because you're getting paid to like travel to all these amazing places around the world. Um, and also I think the people, that'd be like the third biggest one for me because there is no other place I feel like in the world where you have the opportunity to work in, in essence, the microcosm of the entire planet. You're working with 40 to 55 plus nationalities on one ship. And it's literally like a global community in this one spot. So you really, it's a really amazing experience to meet and work with and, and be a family while you're working in this really cool environment. That's super cool. And so you got started in that kind of naturally, right? So, I mean, you consider yourself a, a nomad. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Born so, a nomad, I guess. <laughs> and so you said you were um, traveling with your parents on a cargo ship. I mean, yeah. that's, that's one way to get started. Have you been just kind of traveling ever since then? Um, yeah, so I did that for the first few years. When I hit about three, four years old, my mom, you know, sort of thought, because there weren't any other kids on the ship that maybe I should, you know, have probably a, a normal childhood. I love it. And so I came ashore, um, went to, you know, went to school and all that. She actually then started um, her marine recruitment agency. It's one of three in Canada. It's hers was actually the first and still was the first um, in the late seventies in Canada. And primarily she focused on um, deck and engine placement, deck and engine officers. Um, so I guess I sort of grew up knowing about this industry and, and really being really in it. Um, and then in the mid late nineties, she started getting into hotel placements on board. So she was doing a lot of deck and engine placements for Princess Cruises. Then they started giving her some more hotel placements. And at that point was the first time that they had come up with this seasonal youth staff opportunity, youth activity staff. And because I'd been working with kids my whole sort of teen years, um, it really was just kind of the perfect fit. Plus, you know, I didn't really want to go home in the summers and live with my mom. I'm sure she didn't want me there either. Um, so it kind of worked out. <laughs> I was like, this is an amazing opportunity, and I just loved it. So I did it the whole way through university. When I finished university, Destiny must have been on my side because they created a position that year called crew trainer, and I just finished my teaching certifications, and they were looking for teachers. And obviously, I'd already had the prior cruise ship experience, so I just moved into this officer-level role um, and did the corporate fleet training for all of the crew. And then from there, moved up. My last three of my 10 years on board was onboard HR manager for P&O Australia. So I went right kind of through the ranks um, and then only finished on ships in 2010 because I was coming to Revelstoke um, during my leave period. So I was doing four months on, two months off. Um, and during all my leave periods, I was coming here to snowboard um, and decided I would take a break. Um, and that's when I met my son's father which sort of like led to now me being ashore and, and then moving moving into a position that allowed me to stay tied to the cruise industry but obviously having a little one now I'm not able to actually be on ships until he's 18. <laughs> yes you've got a little more stability. Yeah. Well um what kind of I mean there must be a metric crap ton of jobs that are you know advertised or not advertised for cruise ships, what sort of, um, for a digital nomad type person that doesn't want a job job, what sort of uh, roles might they catch on a cruise ship? 
Yeah, it's a really, really exciting time for people in that particular field right now in the cruise industry. And I know that sounds like really shocking and crazy because there are new positions that are literally being created almost every single day right now within the digital industry on board. So there are a few positions that have come up in the last couple of years and there are more being created every day. But um, there are positions such as media manager on board. So social media manager they're creating. So this is an individual that Officer level status, very good starting salary, their own cabin, they make their own hours, it's completely autonomous pretty much. And they're on board and basically what they're doing is creating content, making sure that the onboard apps are working uh, properly with regards to the, what the cruise line is trying to push out, making sure that the graphics for each of um, you know promos and things like that that the cruise line is trying to promote on board are being done properly, meeting with departmental managers. So that's media managers. It's a very, very awesome very cool niche role and I have a few clients that are actually on board right now in this role um, there is a role such as internet host which is in essence literally somebody who hangs out in the passenger internet cafe and helps people log on to like Facebook and use their laptops and get on the sat Wi-Fi and just like be there as sort of a technology helper mm -hmm. um, because of course with regards to demographics on cruise lines, there are cruise lines that have a much younger demographic, but most cruise lines right now have a very large contingent of baby boomers on board. And as we all know, baby boomers typically aren't um, what one would call super tech savvy. So they have these individuals on board to help these, primarily the baby boomers, use the tech and, and share their experiences on board. Because cruise lines know the more the people are able to, to live stream and Instagram and share their awesome cool trip, the more they're going to get people inclined to book cruises. So there's a lot of really cool digital nomad specific jobs coming out. Wicked. And what kind of, I mean, working on any ship, it, I always imagine that, uh, you know, it's a 24 hour thing. I mean, there's, you're there stuck on a boat with all these people. What um, are the hours and what does the, what does the day look like? What kind of time do you have off? How does that stuff work? Yeah. Okay. So I definitely, I'll totally run through it. And then for anyone who wants more details, I can head to my YouTube channel because I actually have a video on this exact topic. But typically, typically most cruises are about seven to 10 days in duration. In that you're going to have three or four sea days, three or four port days. So sea days, yeah, you're right. They're long days. The ship's not stopping. You're not stopping. Everyone's on board. They're using the services. So typically you're working, um, 10 to 12 hours, usually split shifts, you know, three to four hour split shifts. That's pretty much across the board with most departments. Um, you know, you know, work three or four hours, have a couple of hours off, work three or four hours, have a couple hours off. And then port days with most departments, you know, we don't, cruise lines don't really need the entire team on board on most port days because most passenger, passengers are off enjoying the sites and doing the stuff, mm -hmm. doing the tours. And so what the managers will do is schedule people off on a rotational basis. So what I like to tell m m for candidates for most departments is that typically during a cruise, you're going to have like one to two half days off to potentially even a full day, but never ever expect a 24 hour period off. So if you ever get a full day off, usually that's from when the ship comes in in the morning to when it leaves at night. And then if you've had that day scheduled off, you're going to be working that night for sure. So some days are longer, some days are shorter. International Maritime Organization law, like worldwide, whether it's a cruise ship, a cargo ship, doesn't matter. IMO and ILO law dictates that no crew member can may work more than 14 hours a day. That's the max. Does that happen? Pretty rarely. So yeah, I would say bank on eight to 12, some days four, some days six, but mostly like eight to 10. 
cool. Sounds like yeah. me right now, actually, with like watches and stuff. I'm like, ah. Um, so, but you would like if you finish a cruise, like, do you have to? I mean, how does the job work? Do you have to go on another cruise within like a certain amount of time? Do you schedule loads of cruises at once? Can you just go on three and then stop for a while? Mm, that's a really good question. So most. Um, most positions on board, almost all are going to be six months on, two months off. Okay. If you're in a supervisor, manager, or officer role, it's going to be four on, two off. And then there are very few roles that are available on board that are, are seasonal roles. And those typically are seasonal youth staff, youth security, and lifeguarding. Jobs that um, have higher peak requirements during high volume kid time. So summer, spring break, Christmas, when there's more kids on board, sometimes they'll bring extra staff on board to support just the different, the demographical change that happens on board as a result of that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how contracts work. Do you have to be a certain age or what sort of, what type of people should apply for cruise jobs? Yeah, so most cruise lines, because most cruise lines in the world are based out of the U.S., they most primarily have an um, age of majority requirement of 21 and over to meet American age of majority. There are some brands that will accept slightly younger. Typically, those are based out of Europe, so 18 plus. But again, most lines do prefer 20, 21 over. Um, so that's kind of the minimum. There is no maximum as long as you're able to pass um, the cruise line's pre-medical requirements. So they do, all cruise lines do what's called a pre-medical exam just to make sure you're physically fit um, and good to go when it comes to performing your emergency duties on board. So as long as you feel like you can do that, then the oldest co-crew or crew member I've personally worked with was 85 years old, Patty. She was a youth activity staff. Very wonderful grandma and she came on for like a week or two and worked with the kids um not that that's the norm but yeah that's like the oldest crew member i've worked with super cool you know your stuff this is great i really feel like i could just ask you any question about the cruise industry and you'd be like boom um, <laughs> yeah, i'm kind of lucky that way like myself and my experience and of course my mom and then i've got my dad so like we're kind of all just yeah we've been in it for accumulatively like 60 plus years so yeah i'm in wow. it <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, are you ready for the quick fire round? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> um, what book are you reading right now? Oh, that's really funny that you asked that. I mean, I'm actually, funnily enough, reading right now Everything is Awful by Matt Belsai. <laughs> Is that a Netflix show as well? It, it, yeah, I think he's like, he's a comedian and. Um, yeah, he's just come out with a book, and I just find him really humorous. But before that, I was reading um, Hotel and Air Babylon because I am currently in the process of trying to put together something similar from the cruise perspective with regards to, like, true stories from the from the below decks of the cruise ship. So I'm also kind of, like, simultaneously reading that just to get ideas of people who have r- written similar types of things that I'm trying to do in other industries. Yeah. All right. Uh, I usually ask people what their favorite place is to nomad, but I want to ask you what place are you always most excited to go back to? Mm, yeah, I'm always, well, New Zealand, because I've already said that, but um, but cruising-wise, I'm always most excited to go back to the South Pacific. Um, that's one of the reasons I loved working for P&L Australia. A lot of people haven't even heard of P&L Australia, but it's because it's such a smaller cruise line. There's only four or five ships right now, but um, 
I loved them because they were smaller ships and they were often able to get into some really amazing smaller islands in the South Pacific that most major brands and bigger lines couldn't get into. So you really got to go to these small Pacific islands and really experience the culture and, and the atmosphere of, of sort of like undeveloped South Pacific. So like Vanuatu and in um, places, Novaya and New Caledonia and Fiji. Um, those are sort of my, my fave my fave spots. Cool. Yeah. Um, what's your best memory or like a funny anecdote? Oh man. On the ship? Yeah. But being a ship or something <laughs> similar. There are so, so many. I'm like trying to like filter it through. Um, I would have to say probably the crew talent nights. I used to sort of help to organize them when I was um, HR manager. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, obviously there are so many amazing shows, but it was such a, such a cool experience seeing all of I would call them my crew because of course I was HR manager. So I was like sort of their like emotional, like little support person, like 1500 of them was their emotional support for their contracts and to be able to see them, come out on stage like every month or every couple months and like do their other thing, their other passion, whether it was singing or dancing or some sort of performance. That was definitely, yeah, my favorite memories is just seeing people getting paid to travel, living the dream, working their job. Yes. And they were loving that too, but then also having the opportunity to like, yeah, express themselves and be creative. It was really awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, what, like if someone's thinking about working on a cruise ship and they're really like, oh, what, not sure, what's the best piece of advice that you could give them? Hmm. Well, shameless self-promotion here. But if you go to my, my site, getalifeatsea.com, there actually is, I've got a, a little quiz that takes like a minute. Um, and it's a, it really tells you in a minute or less whether or not you're suited to a life at sea. So you can head there and take the little quiz and know um, whether or not you're ready. I love it. That was like a perfect setup. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally not even planned. So yeah. <laughs> um, so the last question is always, uh, how do people find you online? But you've just said the website is getalifeatsea.com. Yep. That is so we're going to have, you can type that into your browser or we're going to have a link on the show notes page. Um, make sure that you check that out. Is there any, is there any other website? I mean, that's, that's it, right? That's kind of the main one. I'm there like on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, the whole, you know, Twitter, the whole shebang. People can just search at Get a Life at Sea. Um, a great place to go just for like general info and resources is my YouTube channel. Again, Get a Life at Sea. There's like 40 plus videos like answering tons of questions about what it's like and crew interviews and all that awesome stuff. Um, and then with regards to like products and services I offer, probably I would st- Start. My number one recommendation is to either start with like the starter kit or my how the heck to get a job on a cruise ship guide because it really delves into all of the major cruise line co- contacts, mm. step-by-step application instructions, resume tips, like all that stuff is 60 pages of like everything I know. So yeah, um, I know I think you're going to put it in the show notes as well. I've got a 50% off promo code. Um, which is just get paid to travel and people can get 50% off the guide and we're your wonderful listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's really great to have you on the show. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome to talk about my fave industry in the world. So, and I'm so happy that this industry is really being, you know, becoming a place where digital nomads can, yes, be nomadic and work in the digital space at the same time, but on a cruise ship. 
if they want. I love it. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in today. If you love Nomad Me, make sure to leave your good review on iTunes. Every week, I select a reviewer to win a lifetime Nomad Fly membership for free. All the show notes can be found at digitalnomad.me. See you tomorrow.